Welcome to the Career Hacks podcast. My name is Katie Dunlop and I am one of the career services advisors within UQ's Bell Careers and Employability. We find opportunities for students to gain experience in the workplace, connect you with industry through networking and events, boost your confidence through practical workshops and develop your career plan. In this podcast series, we speak with a range of industry professionals and students. We gain valuable insights from them on their career journey and discuss employability topics that are relevant in today's fast-paced and agile world of work. The Career Hacks podcast gives you the opportunity to listen to their stories. Today, our guest is Karen Liang. Karen is a recent graduate from uh, UQ and she's recently completed a Bachelor of Advanced Business, majoring in Information Systems and Accounting. Karen's also recently started as a graduate at KPMG and her title is a technology risk consultant. So it's great to have you here today, Karen. Thanks for joining me. Thanks so much, Katie. Excited to be here. Excellent. So we're going to have a little bit of a chat about your journey through UQ and it's very exciting that you graduated at the end of last year. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> How has it been starting in the real world as, uh, as a graduate at KPMG? Um, it's been quite nice. Um, so I had like a three month break before I started. So enough to kind of get back into the swing of work. Um, yeah, KPMG has been good so far. There's so much to learn. Um, yeah, and so I guess like what I kind of sort of do in technology risk, a lot of it is like control testing and I wouldn't say it's very technical. A lot of it is kind of like IT audits, so a lot of report writing and maybe some sort of ex um, basic Excel functions. So yeah, it's been good learning lots of new stuff. There's always so much fun activities to do at KPMG because it's such a big organisation. Excellent. No, that's, that's really exciting. And you were one of uh, the first graduates to graduate from a Bachelor of, of Advanced Business last year. Can you talk to me a little bit about how you made the decision to study business in the first place? Um, yeah. So I guess, um, like most people, when I graduated high school, there wasn't like a whole lot of thought. I was still kind of umming and ahhing between a lot of career options. So actually what I did was like a process of elimination. Mm -hmm. So... Man, there were so many things that I wanted to do. At one point in time, I wanted to do speech pathology. I wanted to do architecture. But I don't know. I didn't particularly have many gifts in that area. But I eventually chose business. I thought it would keep my options open. Business sounds kind of exciting. It's kind of like, I guess it's so broad that you could any do anything with it. And I would still have the opportunity to sort of later decide what I wanted to major in and getting to try a few options. Okay, wonderful. And you landed on information systems and accounting, which are two maybe different things. They don't, you know, some people might not ordinarily think they really go together, but what ultimately sort of pushed you in that direction to decide on those two majors? Mm, again, I would say also a process of elimination. I think, hmm, information systems I guess like using technology and business information systems, since it's under business, it's actually not too technical. It still like retains a lot of like, you know, sort of understanding how this technology impacts business. So mm -hmm. I kind of liked that field a bit more. And accounting, um, I think the way my degree was structured at the time, you had to choose two or three majors. And so I definitely needed another one. So I would say that information systems was kind of like my primary, like, primary choice and then accounting I just thought it was so useful it can complement anything and even if I don't 
like do any work that is related to accounting, just having that sort of basic understanding of financial statements and, you know, maybe taxes or that, you know, big grown up stuff that's quite useful. Okay, great. And when you were a student here at UQ, you participated in quite a number of different activities and programs that we offer either through Bell Careers and Employability or programs outside of that um, at UQ. Can you talk a little bit about the different programs and activities that you got involved in? Yeah, sure. Well, the list goes long because, yeah, um, I just definitely like to try new things and UQ is such a good opportunity and like such a good place. They just have anything and everything and it's, it's only really about if you have the time to do it. Um, so in my first year, um, I was lucky enough to be part of the 2018 Tel Aviv Startup Adventures by Idea Hub, which is now called Ventures. So pretty much got one month in Israel working. I was doing like marketing interning and it was really good to like work in a small kind of startup ecosystem. And also like one of my first major kind of, I guess, solo-ish travels. So it helped me grow a lot um, personally and maybe a bit less so professionally because I was in my first year. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think SWEP was a really good opportunity. SWEP, um, for people who don't know it, it's a student work experience program. And so for a lot of people who don't have much, I guess, internship experience and are a little bit nervous about the process of applying, SWEP is like a really nice way to sort of ease you in, gives you sort of a mock scenario of what the actual interview day will be like, you know, doing the psychometric testing, the group activities. Um, I also um, was part of some clubs. So I was treasurer at one point in time for the UQIES, which is the UQ Innovation no, Innovation and Entrepreneurship Society. Um, yeah, and then also doing like sub-exec on the UQ Business Association. I think CMP was also a big part of my life at UQ, which stands for the Career Mentoring Program. And that was just like a really good opportunity to meet like professionals in the space where, you know, otherwise at networking events, you might not have been able to form that connection very well. And so just getting a lot of mentorship about, you know, what kind of career I want to pursue, but as well as, you know, just having like a nice chat, kind of like talking to a friend, maybe, you know, getting a bit of life advice as well. Yeah, no, that's great. And you participated in a couple of different activities. It sounded like you were a very active student, which is excellent to hear. But how do you think those experiences helped shape your employability mindset in being able to get you exposure to different types of activities? Yeah, that's a good question. I think um, there are like some activities at UQ that I did that are very much targeted towards, you know, career and employability. And there is stuff that also helps you grow a lot personally. And I think those two sort of both feed into employability. Um, So I think just learning, I think internships is a big part. Um, So SWEP, it helped me land a role at SAP. And it was probably one of the first times where I really got an opportunity to work in the sort of information system side, which was like utilising my major. Previously, before that, I did sort of like do some internship with like marketing and stuff like that. Um, so I think it really taught me how to sort of, um, like where I fit kind of in the workplace and sort of how to interact with like my managers and stuff and also have a good taste a little bit more about like the technology side of things and to see if I liked it or not. 
And for any of the students who are listening today who may be considering the Student Work Experience Program, because that applications for those will open in the middle of July, what advice would you give them if they're sort of on the fence about whether or not to participate? Mm, that's a good question. I think, first of all, you have nothing to lose, so why not? Um, the most, yeah, the most is that, you know, you gain some experience, you're a little bit more familiar about the whole interview process. What would your key takeaways be from your personal experience and how that's helped you in your, your career so far? I think SWEP, it gives you access to internships that you might not get otherwise because of their strong connection to UQ. I think I know for SAP specifically that they didn't really like do sort of work experience students, but they did do it through SWEP. And also SAP, I was so lucky to be placed at like a big organization and that looked really good on my resume. So later when I applied for like a big four and later got KPMG, I think there was a strong connection with that SAP on my CV. Great. Yeah, we get all sorts of organisations who do participate with the Student Work Experience Program. So a lot of our industry partners will change from semester to semester. So SAP is, <laughs> is a great one for you that you had that opportunity. Uh, but we get a lot of small to medium-sized businesses as well, which give the students a really great opportunity to work in different size businesses because every experience is valuable. And you can gain a lot just by, by being in an office culture uh, meeting with people day to day, seeing how an office works and being able to apply some of the technical knowledge that you're learning through your studies into a, a, a real life work example. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good. And just wanted to add that I think um, SWEP is mainly targeted towards pre-penultimate students. So like, what is it like the year before, like where they actually go for internships in their penultimate year? So a lot of people, they don't actually don't have much experience up to that point and not much connection with their degree and so that definitely is that first taste without it's kind of gives you like a taste of internships before you go for like the big internships in your penultimate year so I think you really have nothing to lose and just a lot to gain yeah absolutely and there aren't any eligibility requirements oh, through SWEP either so you can do that at any point in your degree as long as you're not in your final semester or in your first semester so they're the only two sort of things that we um, we have around requirements and probably would encourage anyone who, like you said, who is looking at that opportunity to gain some work experience, you might be a little bit unsure about what a recruitment process looks like and being able to have a go at different types of assessment tasks that a lot of the larger organisations will implement as part of their recruitment processes so that it helps build your confidence. And then there's also the opportunity to be eligible for a work experience placement at the end of it. So uh, it's a really popular program among students, so I'm really glad that you had a positive experience <laughs> and were also able to gain a work placement as part of that. Um, you've also had the opportunity of participating in career mentoring, which is another one of the <laughs> programs that we run through Bell Careers and Employability, and you've participated multiple times. So can you talk me through a little bit about why you decided to do career mentoring and also then why you decided to do it more than once? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, I think out of all the programs in UQ, I probably have done CMP the most. <laughs> so I think it starts when you can start in your penultimate year and then you can do it like after like one semester after graduation. So I actually currently am still doing it. So you can say I've done it five times. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's just a great experience to like great way to sort of meet people and to ask them all your sort of career questions but also to do it over a continued sort of duration because I know at networking events you don't really get to 
form and build that relationship, especially when there's so much competition, right? Everyone's sort of asking the same questions, trying to stand out. But CMP in some ways is kind of like a contract between you and that person that you guys want to meet up regularly, you guys, and they are obviously willing to sort of impart their advice just purely because they're volunteering their time. And so I think, yeah, like I only like not only get like great friends from the program, also get like a lot of good mentors that I still sort of keep in touch with from time to time. And yeah, just asking them a lot about like what to do with my life but also advice questions and maybe like asking them, hey, you know, when you were my age and how did you decide what you wanted to, like what kind of career you wanted to go into and what kind of careers did you pivot to? So I think what was really good is that it really opened my eyes up in terms of careers, in terms of like people and like different ways of living. And it's free. So like, (laughs) what more (laughs) like could you want? You know, free advice, free friends, free mentors, you know, yeah. And when you decided to to do career mentoring after each semester and you thought, oh, well, this has worked really well for me. I want to sign up to do it again. Did you choose a mentor in a different industry? Is that sort of how you were able to decide that you ultimately wanted to go in the direction that you're in at the moment? Or did you take, did you decide on different mentors? Because part of the process for the career mentoring program is that as a student or as a mentee, you have the ability to choose your mentor using our Cronus platform. So um, did you have any sort of strategy around choosing different mentors? Um, Yep, that's a good question. So on the Cronus app, it does give you like an automatic percentage sort of match. So if it's like 72% based on what you studied, based on what career they're in. So initially, I did try to target more towards the career. So at that time, I was looking more into information systems. And so I chose like um, someone like IT security. And then later afterwards, I sort of, you know, wanted to expand, see different other industries. And so I think I chose someone in like accounting later. And then later I chose into like marketing and entrepreneurship. So I would say that, yes, initially it starts with a more kind of career focus. And then later it just becomes a curiosity about different industries and maybe like sort of how you can combine different aspects together so yeah no that's really great mentoring is a really great way of being able to explore the different possibilities out there and learn from other people's experience you know these people often prefer well they are all professionals (laughs) working in their field and have a lot of experience to impart on you know a student who's kind of considering their options and what that could look like so it's a really powerful way of networking and it's amazing the networks that you can gain from their networks as well. So it's it's really great to hear that you've participated multiple times but had a purpose for each different um, time that you've engaged in the program, which is really great. Um, for a student to get the most out of mentoring, what did you do, you know, to make sure that your mentoring relationships were successful? Um, yeah, so pretty much the most important is sort of driving that connection. So it means doing like the follow-up emails like, hey, when are you free? And I think a lot of people, they miss out because they feel bad. They feel like, oh, you know, this person is a busy professional. Like, I don't want to disturb them. But I think, yeah, like, I think it's quite common for messages just to be, like, seen and, like, forgotten to sort of be replied to. So it's not necessarily, like, on your part. And don't take it personally. I've personally probably done, like, max for me is, like, three (laughs) follow-ups. And I'll probably space it out, like, a week or two weeks. 
And generally at the first session, I will have a discussion with them. I'll be like, oh, hey, you know, what kind of frequency do you sort of normally do this mentoring for? I've done weekly, which is a lot. <laughs> I've also done like, like, you know, every like two weeks and then some is just like even less. But yeah, and then also you could maybe do a little bit of your own research. You could have a quick stalk on their LinkedIn. Maybe there's certain experiences that you're also interested in and ask them like, hey, how did you get to where you are? And then, yeah, also just sort of being open to discussion about anything really because I think a lot of people, they solely focus on career and I think they miss almost like the richness of other aspects of life because they are generally more senior to you. They've experienced more. Maybe they can tell you about... um, yeah, I don't know about like finding your passion and maybe how to avoid burnout and it could be other more life advice kind of stuff. No, that's really great advice because I think being proactive is really important. As a mentee, you need to be able to drive that relationship and it can be a bit daunting as the as you mentioned, they're busy professionals, but I think having that conversation at the outset around expectations, frequency of when you're going to connect and how you're going to communicate are all really valuable points. So thank you for sharing that. And I suppose just finally then, um, based on your experience and the, uh, the activities that you've been involved in as a student and sort of life outside university, what would be your key career hacks that you'd like to for our listeners to take away from today? I guess one is building your work experience, even if it doesn't pay you. I think I did make a lot of trade-offs in terms of earning cash, right? I know a lot of people during their like first few years at uni, especially they might be taking like a lot of additional hours, you know, waitressing and stuff like that, have also done that. But I also have done a lot of free unpaid work experience, many free internships. So compared to my peers, like (laughs) at the two year mark, I was pretty broke. But I think it really did give me a good foundation for later when I was um, applying for those big internships in the penultimate year and also just building up my resume. So try not to focus too short term, but probably not also too long term as well. So just finding that kind of balance and also sort of finding that balance between, you know, enjoying yourself at uni, also building your employability. Because I think a lot of people maybe, um, you know, they won't do activities if it doesn't sort of enhance their employability on paper, as in do X internship, you know. But I think there are a lot of like other fun stuff that you can do, right? You can, I think I did like the Idea Hub sessions, learning about entrepreneurship. There was like some other programs where you could work in a group and do sort of like consulting. And yeah, just sort of building the richness of your kind of experience, like life experience. Because I think uni, you know, now that I've graduated, um, yeah, I look back fondly kind of on those years and it was like so much fun. I definitely did like work a lot as well, but I like I enjoyed it. And I think enjoyment is key to like making it sustainable and your continuation. You don't want to burn out in year two, right? So yeah, just have fun. You know, uni, you only do it once or twice, so might as well make the most of it. Excellent advice. Yeah. Don't, you need to enjoy yourself and you need to make time to, to do the things that you enjoy. And, and I think that's really good advice is to go and do that activities that are going to enrich your life and your experience because just doing things that look good on paper where you don't actually get a lot out of it, um, you know, can, can be a bit of a hard slog if, if you do that all the time. So definitely doing things you enjoy and, and finding that balance, I think, is really important. So thank you for sharing that. Um, 
That's it for this episode of Career Hacks, brought to you by UQ Faculty of Business, Economics and Law and Careers and Employability. Join us next time for further insights into the lives of industry professionals. Thank you all for listening and have a great day.